Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business IBB Talks. I'm going to talk today about failures in business, and I'm many times asked um, whether on uh, radio stations that we're on or uh, in person or someone comes say, why did my business fail? What is the problem? And I've discovered there's at least 10 or 12 major reasons businesses fail. And this is one of those reasons. And you may not be in this situation, but you could learn from it, I believe. And I'm asking you uh, to consider, uh, is your business uh, on the way to failure and you don't even know it? So today I'm going to talk about the, the reason businesses fail could be because there's not good record keeping. Oh, you know, when we talk about record keeping, that is not a subject that I am interested in. I don't really care in reality that uh, the records are so good. That's my nature. But I had to learn that, that there's an importance of good record keeping. A little bit about my life was I was raised on a farm and ranch, and uh, the subject matter of the day normally was get out of the house and go to work. So we were not, and I was not all that excited about book work. I, I went through high school and even through college with kind of actually mediocre grades. It just wasn't what I like to do. I like to be outside doing things, I thought. And so I was used to physical work, no problem. I had an attitude that uh, if I worked hard enough, I could always make it out. I could make a way in life. I could make money by working physically. And frankly, I didn't have any time, I thought, for record keeping. I mean, why would I work all day and then at night when I get home or or I'm, I'm off from my regular work, why would I do this record keeping? Well, this went on for a while. Uh, when I moved to my new town in, uh, uh, after uh, 10 years of working for an oil company where I had a paycheck, that's different. I had the paycheck. I could manage my money. I just didn't want to record and keep track of what I was spending. And so when I came to the new town, I started a business with what I had. There's a whole story there. And it wasn't too far along. It doesn't matter what the business was because record keeping is a part of every business. And it wasn't long that in my first year and a half, I was just experimenting. I didn't know if this business is something I wanted to do. So the way I did it was just get up whenever I had time, go do the work, get paid, put the money in the bank, pay the bills. Well, this is working pretty well. I determined then at the end of this schooling that I would go ahead and make this my actual first business ownership and make a run for it. It was a moving and storage company. See, I had moved with a horse trader behind my family car, and that's what I had used to start this interim experiment, just make cash, pay my bills, I'm going to be done. But then I decide, let's go ahead and make this a business. Well, I dug into it with vim, vigor, and vitality, and I'm working hard. I'm every day working hard. I had a pretty good balance on life because I had a wife and three children, I had, and I determined that, you know, t the reason for bookkeeping was probably just for taxes, and I could just do what I wanted, and then at the end of the year, somebody had to look at all these records in order to decide whether I owed money and my taxes or not, so I let my, my, my record kept keeping get way behind. I I wouldn't look at it monthly. It might get months behind. In fact, there was a time period we had at the end of the calendar year, we should have reported our taxes, and we could do what's called an extension. So I extended. I was 18 months behind in February. 
filing my taxes. And so in, that tells you that my records were not very good. And then I was pretty good with numbers. I just wasn't good with accounting numbers. Remember, I'm an engineer. So on that side, if it's designing something, I kind of like the numbers, but not bookkeeping. Wow. So after a, a, a period of years, actually, it was actually at the seventh year mark. I mean, I'm working hard. We're paying most of our bills and we're getting farther and farther behind. And the bank is not willing to loan me any money and I get serious. Now, I have no money to pay my bills and there's no source of money. There's no bank that's going to bank me. I have a problem. And I, I, I came to the conclusion that I had to ask for help. I had to ask someone that would guide me and lead me in what I'm teaching you now. Now keep in mind, I don't have time for an exhaustive, complete study. I'm just giving you the highlights of, of record keeping and the importance of record keeping. And you know, if you don't have your numbers, you can't get bigger. And if you don't have your numbers, your bank's not interested in it. If you don't have your numbers, you won't grow. And so I asked for help. I paid someone to explain what I'm explaining to you. but. Right now, I have a good handle on understanding the numbers I'm talking to you about. If the banker called me or I had a reason, say, hey, send me your financial statements. I don't have to ask my accountant, although I have an accountant that keeps things right, right and straight. We have other people entering the data, but I can look at my, my financial statements and I can send them personally within 30 minutes. Well, here's the financial statements in record keeping, the biggies, the main thing. And again, each one of these has time to spend an hour on each one. But number one is called your profit and loss statement or your income statement. The same thing called a little bit differently. And that's where you're going to put down your total income for whatever period, for a month, every month is a good time, look at your total income, look at your total expenses, and decide whether or not you made any money that, that month. Total income minus total expenses. If it's positive, that's what the money you made is a, is a positive. If it's negative, you lost money that month. And you do that on an ongoing basis. And then in our case, we file our taxes at the end of the year. That's the sum of all 12 months. Another very important uh, uh, financial statement is what's called your balance sheet. It comes from knowing your assets uh, and your liabilities and your uh, equity in your company. And they're added up in a way that, that they need to be in order. I'll just leave it that way. They need to balance out in a way that the banker has confidence in them. And then third is your cash flow. I mean, that is a big one. You could be doing fine. You could be making money, it looks like, but you run out of cash because you caused, allowed too many people to delay in paying you. Or you, again, didn't know your numbers and you're actually losing money. So those are the three big ones that you need to work on. This is a summary. The other one is your job costing. Uh, I have lessons on just job costing where if you are looking at a job, if you're looking at, in my case, in that moving business, every day I might have done 10 jobs or five jobs or eight jobs, and each one of them need to have a fair margin of profit in there that would be used to cover the overhead of the company and also net out an end plus number for each and every job. 
And so if you have a job that you didn't make money, then you had another job that made enough more money that then the sum of the month would be the sum of all of the jobs, losses or gains, and you want that to be positive. Again, that's a whole lesson. Well, I uh, like to use examples, and on this particular case, I don't have access to a lot of other people's accounting records. I don't know really what caused them to fail, but I see businesses fail, and I suspect that they are, many of them are because they don't understand their numbers. They're not having good record keeping. I happen to know and wa enjoy watching a, a, a reality show called The Profit. And this man goes into businesses and he sets down, it's all recorded, I think it's very legitimate, and almost every time the business is in failure almost bankrupt, all ready to go out of business. And this man comes in with his money and they always look down at the records. And at always, almost every time, the owner of that business, pretty good sized business, is almost in shock when he says, you are almost bankrupt. You are almost ready to go out of business. There's nobody gonna help you, let me help you. It's an interesting show. Well, uh, I think it's interesting that when I'm talking about 10 or 12, reasons that businesses go out of business for failure. It's, they are the same basic reasons what we call God's laws for doing business. If you know the laws of doing business, you're not, you're not going to break those laws and you're going to be able to come through and avoid failure, in this case, due to poor record keeping. Thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.